0: From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Ed Salazar. And now, here's
1: Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes. Ho, 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 and welcome to Felice NaviPod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. Nope. There she is. Got it. Thank you for joining me and Rigby this week. We have got our friend Ed Salazar featured on The Meltdown with Jonah and Camille on Comedy Central. Uh, Ed's going to be coming by. Actually, no. I'm going to meet Ed. I already met Ed. And we recorded this in a public location so the audio is a little funny it's kind of uh, you know lots of noise and other people talking in the background but i think uh i think it works still and you guys can hear us and uh i think it's it's a fun episode it's kind of long because we actually had dinner and uh that's a whole thing why we did this and we'll we'll explain that in our chat where did we go for this meal well, we went to a place that's got a little bit of everything. Let me tell you about what they've got. They've got food and they've got great beverages. They've got salads but don't fill up on bread. And they've also got dessert. So meet me at Applebee's tonight. They've got restaurants for both women and men. They've got tables and waiters and a site on the web. It's Applebee's.com. So meet me at Applebee's tonight.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah your September your Christmas is september gift uh,
1: a gift yeah. a red hooded sweatshirt you brought well, me well, as enough. a gift it's I know that you like to ask your so <laughs> the greatest character of all time yeah. it's a little beat up Ed brought me you know what first of all Ed brought me a Jar Jar Binks action figure very Christmas
0: in September uh, here's here's the best part about this I might already have this <laughs> I think what's funny is like I there's a guy who's collecting trying to collect every Jerry Maguire DVD ever or VHS tape of a oh, Jerry Maguire Jonah just took pictures by that yeah. right Yeah. and I was like and I I was bringing this in I've had this for me now I was like, you know what? I should just give it to Tony, because maybe he well, ironically <laughs> love it. But uh, it still oh, has this audio chip. I, yeah, this is... I forgot they did that. So if you have one already, you <laughs> should pull this out just so that you have one that, that works, because this has got to be racist. Oh, it's like, something to drink? Uh, yeah, what kind of, yeah, what kind of, okay, beer? So he's drinking Coors Light, which is on special right now, three fifty for a big glass like this. But Coors Light is the only thing that's on special. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the official beer. I'll take a Coors Light. Sure? Yeah. yeah. Grab you another? Yeah, yeah kind I mean, of water probably, too. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. oh yeah, water too. Yeah, because yeah. it balances out the alcoholism. Yeah, <laughs> is this music
1: gonna be a problem I, with the thing? I, I don't think so. The thing was, literally, right before you walked in, yeah. they turned it up. But I, I kind of like this. The iPhone record, like, works surprisingly well. It's got a good filter? Yeah. I mean, it uh, does a really I've good I've done it before. It does it's a really, really
0: good job of, like, when you're listening to music and you, like, talk to Siri, it knows that there has been the music, yeah. so... But, uh, yeah, I tested strong. it before you got here. However, the music wasn't
1: this loud. Um, I thought we were going to compete with Monday Night Football, but they, they put the music
0: on instead on. of uh, Monday Night Football. That's good. Which is good, because we don't have the express written consent the, the, of the, the NFL. NFL. Here Here's this express written consent of Imagine Dragons, <laughs> or whoever is going <laughs> to... Oh man What? <laughs> I assume it's like well, They're gonna play A Dimension Dragon song eventually. Oh Next Yeah What should I get? Because mm, we're um, like, A couple of beers cool. Thank you. We'll Have it all That's what That's what I want is this sort of part of the recording? We're we really recording this ordering. Yeah, I'm just you know what I'm just, We're just letting gonna let it go. roll. Yeah, if, if I uh, you know if I need to cut some stuff out. Are we gonna talk about Christmas? Is that the? Yeah. We'll do whatever we want, man. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But we'll we'll. Uh... I do have like a Christmas story that's kind of like maybe funny. You have a Christmas story DVD with you, <laughs> and it it's like... just a Christmas story on DVD. Uh, it's so funny when he when this Santa Claus kicks him in the face. Don't get me started about when his tongue gets stuck to that hole. Oh my god.
1: Okay, um. This is is what
0: podcasting was meant to be looking (laughs) at menus. (laughs) it really is. (laughs) I mean, it still feels like more effort than a lot of them. Um. So I want, like, I want one of those things where you get, like, everything, you eat all kinds of different things. The two for 20? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like, what's that what that was? Last page. Two for 20, okay give you guys a little bit of time to look at the menu. Sure, okay. yeah. I mean, we're, I haven't been doing Applebee's in a little while. For sure. Uh, we we drove all the way from L.A. to eat this Applebee's. Oh, yes, for sure. I hear ya. I know,
1: and we're the closest one to L.A.
0: Yeah. Um, is the baby back friends is that going to be filling, the 2 for 25 baby back? Yeah, um, especially because you get the appetizer with a 2 The baby back. Um, the half crack is like... Five to six strips, And then I think it's like For five dollars more You can do the full rack And that's like Ten to Do you want to Do you want to do Like two Two of these Two for whatever And then we'll get you out We'll split the apps we'll, get to, we'll share apps I don't know I didn't even look At those honestly That's cool We'll take your time guys Any cool. questions Thanks Just let me can. know Okay yeah You got it Thank you Hmm Oh my god Here's good Holy fuck Here's Hell yeah. I mean, like, beer is really good. I've been drinking a lot. A lot. Like, I've been drinking a lot. It's a wonderful thing. I I like...
1: I I have... A lot of people like to uh, make fun of when you tap the Rockies. I got no issue with tapping the Rockies. Well,
0: here's... I mean, here's the thing. It's like water. Like, it's... You know, it is.
1: But in a way, that's kind of what's better about
0: it. I mean, but when you're... When you're... I've been driving Lyft all day in the sun. Hot. Worked out. I'm ready to tap the Rockies, and not. I don't feel like an IPA. Like you oh, know, I
1: just, yeah, I'm not a big IPA guy. No, I, I know you. that's like
0: not the cool thing to say right no, now. No, I don't. But uh, you're, I'm on board. I uh, don't get me wrong. If someone offers me one, I'll it's, take one. It's great. But. It's great for when you want something that tastes terrible. Yeah, Isn't is a refreshing? Uh, I'm. I have to tell you this. This menu is overwhelming it is like, the, there's a lot I'm of so used to like, I'm so used to like like artists you know, like like Atwater, Los Feliz Glendale, yeah, Brooklyn. you know, like places where like it's a simple menu with like ten things on it. Mm-hmm. This is so overwhelming. You know, the, you don't eat good in your neighborhood at those places. <laughs> Just, we're fine. Just fine. Okay. We're all fine here. Here's what I, here's How are the, you? Uh, I'm good, man. Wait, okay, two full-size... Oh, okay, okay, so two full-size entrees, one appetizer to share. Oh, okay, I see. So what do we do, like two, I for four, two we should, full-size we should do two for 25 that, we should do that and then get a second half also like we could do that with a spinach dip and maybe some mock sticks or I like I like the the breeze. Yeah, I just, restaurant. <laughs> I, have, I still have a problem forgetting to spell chick C H I X. <laughs> if you've ever worked in a restaurant, doesn't work for boneless ones though, because then they just become bone wings, bone chicks.
1: Uh oh, we don't have the express written consent of the National <laughs> Football League. I feel like I feel like the
0: audio is fine. <laughs> I'm either if, way, I'm not concerned about it. Yeah. What if Roger Goodell is I feel like today of all days, this this, yeah, this is the least thing that you've
1: heard. Right. <laughs> I, oh. When we're recording this, the Ray Rice situation happened. Yeah. By the way.
0: Well, he well, the second part of the Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah. to do I didn't realize how long ago that happened. It was a long time it was, ago. I think it's said February. Yeah. And and like yeah, because it, well, it was like yeah, after the the regular season, it happened. Like they went on vacation mm-hmm. to Las Vegas, and he beat the shit out of sad. Yeah.
1: yeah very uh,
0: well, I kind know, of, I mean, do you have an idea? I think so. Do you, do you want to do the two for twenty five thing? <sighs> well, I definitely want the baby back, half half baby back ribs thing. Is there anything else? You in- can get something from the other side too if you wanted to yeah. from either side as okay, 50 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a simple man. Okay. I think I might just do the chicken tender basket. Yeah, sure. Do you want any ranch, any mustard, barbecue?
0: Uh how about some ranch? Sure i uh, you want to do the half rack of ribs. Sure. What is the what is your app? What is your personal app? I'm, I'm.
1: Uh, I would say either the mozzarella
0: sticks or the spinach and artichoke dip, let's, probably. Let's get the spinach dip. Sure. And um, is there is there like any happy hour specials right now or not? Um, the. Or did I miss it? Did we miss happy hour? Uh, did we get? It? it
1: hasn't started yet, but during
0: football. Yeah, like a football during football, mm-hmm. these are half-off. Oh, okay. Oh, we're late for that anyways, right? Yeah. No, 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 but this uh, is during football. Those are oh, half-off. Oh, oh, oh. So you could do, what did you say, so you yeah, like get those two and those are half-off. Can we do that? Yeah. Half-off-off? That That'd, That'd be great, Jen. Got it, guys. I keep saying your name, I'm, i don't. off okay. <laughs> I'm wearing a name tag. It's totally fine. I've... I've I've waited I've tables made for a long time. Oh, <laughs> Jen, good. no, don't let anyone do this to you. Right? I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, me too. No.
0: Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you. That's our server, Jen. Jen. Lovely guy.
1: We were with two apps. We did. Uh, I. When, when do you
0: think is the last time you were on Applebee's? Yeah. Holy shit. I have to say 14 years ago. Oh wow. That long? I mean there's like there's literally no Applebee's around here. Yeah, how long have you lived here? I lived here for 9. Okay. You here a little bit longer than I have.
1: Yeah, uh, cuz I literally Well, first of all, let's let's backtrack. Let's talk about why
0: we're here. <laughs> oh, Okay, so I Jokingly wrote it. I like to do Follow Fridays on Twitter, which is like suggestions for other supposed to be suggestions for other people to follow. Nobody really does it. No one really follows those people. Like I get no one. I get no follows. I used to get like if someone Follow Friday, maybe like oh I get like ten new followers. But now no one does it. Now it's mainly just like saying hey, like I like it's, like it's more about you trying to get them to follow you right. a lot of times. Yeah. Um It's become very narcissistic To like Even for Twitter It's like now Narcissistic to do Follow Friday mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes I do it Like I do it if, if I'm producing a show Like my monthly show Like I have I always like do Follow Friday for the people Are that you are. trying to throw An early plug in? Yeah yeah This Friday <laughs> Uh Slams legit Meltdown Um I'll do it for do it do it as like a way to promote the show, yeah, and uh, and then also remind the people that they're on the show, <laughs> like just to remember you you have a show, and then uh, but I like I'll either like do a bunch of people who I'm serious about, and then like one fake joke one in there, and then sometimes I'll I'll do I like to do ones where like people have a million followers, so it's kind of funny to me to be like Justin Bieber, Barack Obama, Beyonce, yeah, <laughs> like. And then this one was just chain restaurants. It was Outback Steakhouse, uh, Applebee's, Macaroni Grill, Olive Garden, and. Then Tony Faxton The former drummer Well he's still kind of play Well not really a drummer anymore uh, <laughs> <laughs> The drummer for Ocean City Soundtrack Who's verified You're verified Correct? Verified Yes Is, Let's talk about it Let's take the next time We're talking about it You're verified So you retweeted my tweet Or responded to my tweet
1: Did you retweet- Something, I don't. It may have
0: just been a fave I don't know I think you re- no, you retweeted it Which then Applebee. Started following you because of. Uh, yeah, not new. but. Which me. then made me mad because it was like, that's my joke. <laughs> like, that's literally like me being behind you at a party and not facing you and hearing you tell somebody a joke that I, that I, that's my joke and everyone laughing and me going, like, Tony, that's my joke and everyone going, Tony's the funny. Like, people carrying you off on their shoulders. <laughs> and so then I, so then they, not only did they follow you, but then they gave you. A link to ten dollars.
1: To be well, I think I think if I remember right, it, I think we kind of started a back and forth. Because like, I think I sent you a screen cap showing that I got. And then I got upset about it. That I got followed by these You got upset, and then we kind of started going well, back and Applebee's, forth between we were tagging them
0: in. All but gave, definitely gave you the gift certificate before I got they, mine. I thought
1: they sent them at the same time.
0: No, 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 no. You got yours, and then I was like, why? when they're like, here's one. Have but mine was like the like a gold coin being flipped out of a car at a popper kid during like 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 Scrooge McDuck would throw coins to distract the poor kids that or whatever, you know, like so and so then we were like well Applebee's gave us money. We have to go to an Applebee's and eat there. Something I haven't done in over a decade because yeah, it's not—it's not an easy thing in LA. The there are literally no Applebee's within the city, actual city of Los Angeles. Yeah, there's is, not very many chain is, restaurants in that. Yeah, for like sure. most, like I—and it's not like they're opposed to chain restaurants. It's just that they have the chain restaurants that are there are shakies for some reason. Yeah, for <laughs> the reason they're totally which is real weird because I grew up in Michigan originally and that. was
1: That was a thing that, like, my family would go to, like, on Friday nights, we'd get, like, the buffet at Shakey's, and I, I, they went out of business, though, like, 20 years
0: ago. I feel like Shakey's is out of business, but no one told these Shakey's.
1: Well, what's weird, before I moved here,
0: uh, before I moved to
1: L.A. and saw that they still had Shakey's here, I got to tour Japan they have shakies in
0: Japan what? also. Yeah. Oh, uh, that makes sense. I feel like shakies is something that's big, because, because like, 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 have you ever been to that that one place? Uh, what is his name? the Korean or the Filipino fast food place? Um, Busy Bee or something? No, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Oh man. Um, it's a. Uh, He's so looking at his phone. Sorry. I gotta assume to search this. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna know this. Cause, like, cause if I don't say the name of it, it's gonna sound racist, what I'm about to say. <laughs> it's, so, like, this restaurant, um, Jollibee, Jollibee.
1: Oh, I feel like I've at least seen that. I've you should go it, for
0: sure, cause it's bizarre, cause, like, their menu... Like okay, so their menu is like, it's like someone came from from Philippines to America. Are you doing it? Yep. Just checking. Uh, came from America. Came to America. Came from the Philippines. Came to America, and kind of like during the height of the '80s fast food chain wars, and then like took all of those back and made it into one restaurant. So like, like one of their combos is like two pieces of fried chicken and spaghetti.
1: Fried chicken
0: and spaghetti? Yeah. Like they have fried chicken, um. Uh,
1: let me
0: see Jolly be they have like, I wanna now pull up the menu just because it's it's one of the most insane things. Um menu, okay, here we go.
1: Okay, here's the mozzarella stick.
0: Perfect. Okay. I could not. I can't tell you the last time I ever had a mozzarella steak Okay, so here's here's the steak burger, the Aloha burger, which is ham, which is like ham, pineapple, fried chicken. It's ham or spam? I, I think it's ham. It's Hawaiian, but I feel like it might be spam. They do have spam, though. Maybe you're right. Yeah, that's a big thing in Hawaii. I mean, these combos are insane. The combos are insane, like... Yeah, I know I've seen that place, but I can't think of where I've seen it. So it's like, they were like, well, we want... The guy, like, someone came over here, was like, we want Kentucky Fried Chicken and Burger King in the same place. Uh But also spaghetti. Like, I feel that was just... Spaghetti? I think is one
1: dish that you will never ever see me order at a restaurant. It's not that I dislike spaghetti, but I'm very picky about it. I don't like the big
0: fat noodles. I like the like skinny spaghetti noodles. Well, the big fat noodles are are for like um, cream sauces. You tell that to
1: the spaghetti warehouse or whatever those places are called. I feel like the the, the, the rare time I've tried to order it, they give me the big fat ones, and I I don't know what it is. I don't like it. Felice Navipod will be right back. Hello, listeners. We're going to interrupt this riveting spaghetti talk quickly just to remind you that if you would like to support Felice Navipod, you can do that a couple of different ways. First, do you like to buy things on Amazon.com? Me too. Why don't I make it a little bit more difficult for you? Please go to Felicenavipod.com and then click on our Amazon banner on the top of the page and then go shop just like you always would and that will help support the show. And me and Rigby will be very appreciative. We get a small percentage of whatever you buy. And also, there's also a donate button on Felicenavipod.com and that's, you know, a very good way to support the show. Me and Rigby uh, spend some time doing this. Sometimes it's not obvious, but we do, and we like doing it, and we like to continue doing it. And your help is greatly appreciated. All right, that's it. Back to spaghetti talk.
0: It's all dependent on the sauce. The sauce is what. A thicker sauce with more meat. You want a thicker noodle? I don't know. I just uh, I don't like the thick noodles. What do you think about like a macaroni? I like macaroni.
1: Especially if it's accompanied by cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like I almost know. got that tonight,
0: by the way. No one's stopping you, bro. They
1: had some sort of uh, macaroni and oh, cheese I topped saw the, with chicken fingers. I saw that. I was, I was really thinking about it.
0: This menu was designed by a baby. <laughs> Which I'm okay with, honestly. Um... I don't have the hatred
1: for chain restaurants that a lot of people do. Like, I don't eat them a lot because living here, there just, there aren't that many around. But, like, I don't come to them and think,
0: this is terrible.
1: Every now and then,
0: yes. Holy shit, I lied. I was at an Applebee's like two years ago, or a year ago. Yeah? Yeah now that I remember this, I went to Susan Burke and Matt Peters. Susan Burke, uh, writer of the, of, she's a movie, she wrote a movie with Aaron Paul, that's really great, um, and Matt Peters, who's on Orange is a New Black, and they're a lovely couple, and He's they had a, on Orange the Black? Yeah. Who's he on that? Is he the, uh... yeah, she's, yeah. yeah. Thank you. We were not messing around, apparently. <laughs> We have so I, I assumed it was going to be like, everything was going to be smaller. <laughs> Is he the security guard? He's one of the—he's a repairman kind of. He runs the the oh, machine that, shop. Oh, yeah, thats actually what I meant. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. He's very funny. Like one of the—and one of the best dudes. Yeah, he's funny on that show. One of the best dudes. Um. Um. So they had the wedding. And it was like just outside of LA, and everyone got super messed up. And like the next day, we were we were all at Applebee's drinking like one of their frozeritas or something like like. Yeah. we were all drinking.
1: Like
0: skinny bee blueberry margaritas and shit. Mm-hmm. Just dealing with hangovers. Yeah, I I have a place in my heart for Outback Steakhouse. Like I just like Outback Steakhouse. I uh I, again don't really have an issue with it, but.
1: I I used to live in Glendale, and and we lived like two blocks away from the Outback that's in Glendale, Mm -hmm. and every now and then we go, you know what, let's let's go to Outback tonight.
0: And we went the last time we went I think that is The slogan for that <laughs> Yeah You know what Let's do it The yeah, advertising Really worked on you Yeah
1: And uh What No it was The advertising For their Great Barrier Refills Is what got me Jesus Those giant beers <laughs> Yeah uh, But we went With a couple of friends They were over And we were trying To figure out Somewhere to go and we were like Just go to Outback We went All of us Got sick no <laughs> way that's the last time I went I don't, you know What'd you order? I, uh, I don't know I think we all We all got different stuff I, I, should, I should I should Take that back The kangaroo jack I <laughs> Raw chicken meal? <laughs> I, yes,
0: the raw chicken The salmon and salmonella. Was that a bad move? The, yeah. the raw chicken? Yeah, meal? yeah The raw reef meal <laughs> Good day, mate. You'll be shitting for the next week. That's... Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said we all got sick. We all... None of us felt very well at all for the next 24 hours. You want to know something? But I almost... I almost did, um... A crocodile Dundee impression there. Did you know that that movie was nominated for an Oscar? It won... No, I think it won an Oscar. Uh, for what? Screenplay. think I've ever seen that movie all the way through. Oh, man. It's like a shitty bra. It does not hold up. Yeah, uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty positive. I've never seen it all the way through. If you want to know, like, here's the thing. We grew up in a comedy boom. Like, when comedy, like... Like became money. Yeah, that was you know like stand up boom. Which, and you go, would you agree that you you feel like that's kind of happening again right now? Well, sort of. But the money's not there as much, you know. Yeah, it's more about like there's. I think now what it's about is that there's just a, a lot of really funny people doing a lot of really off, doing. Now the difference is that like. What the 80s comedy boom was about was like, it was like that comedy became profitable. What our problem, what our comedy boom is about is that comedy became easier to do logistically. Right. Like you you can watch Channel 101 stuff and go like, this is amazing. Like it all looks great. Um, you can do podcasts now. You don't need a radio station to be like, all right, Dr. Demento, like, do your show. You can just start like recording yourself on the Zoom at Applebee's. Yeah, I mean, no one would do that. That's worst no worst idea. You'd be a fool.
1: Oh,
0: that was a hot. Right now we're halfway through, through most of the mozzarella sticks, through some of the spinach dip. We haven't so even far. got our own entrees. Can we complain? <laughs> oh, that's him. Yes. Thank you. You were great. Thank you so much. That was amazingly timed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna seem like some editing happened, yeah. but I yeah. guarantee yeah. you that. Jump, jump to getting our food. <laughs> what do you What do you have there? You have chicken fingers. Yep. Because I'm eight years old. I gotta I gotta tell you, this food is very much it's 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 like Jack FM in a way. <laughs> <laughs> like where it's like, I I drive Lyft. Really? Yeah, I drive. Lyft. I didn't know that. That's how I make a living right now. Just driving Lyft, and um... it's fine. Uh, I play Jack FM a lot um, because. Jack FM. Even if you don't like the music, there's never a song that comes on that you go like, turn it. I hate this. Right. I mean, they don't How even play question Guys, anything else they can get for you? Oh no, we're are good. Okay. We're, yeah. we're good. Right. Thank you so Ooh, much. You're welcome. Enjoy. Um, I mean, we're gonna have to give her credit on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's Jen? pre- yeah, Jen's been in it a lot. Um. I feel like that's what this is, too. It's, like, it's food designed to, where like, you can bring your kids here, and, like, they're not going to fry, you know, like you can bring your, your parents who are visiting town and you take them to like Animal you know or like Baca Marquette or, not the way to go, or whatever they're going to be like you take them to like Real Food Daily which these are all like LA restaurants that are great amazing my favorite places but like I could imagine taking my parents to Real Food Daily and them being like does any of this have meat and you're like no it's a vegetarian restaurant that's what I, that's what I would do <laughs> that's what I have done there you yeah. know you mean you're the worst person?
1: <laughs> I like me some meat. Which, I will say, coming here, the best part about this for me is we are right next door to the Grillamall restaurant. I know. Which is incredible. It's, and it's, there was part of me that was like, I kind of want a
0: burger. But then I could not order a burger here knowing that we were next door to Grilla Ball. I know. I kind of, I, I'm not over this area very much. I kind of for anybody that we're about 30 minutes outside of LA with no traffic yeah with traffic it's like a couple days but um have you been to the actual grill mall restaurant
1: no I haven't Well little stuff I'll still by when right now yeah like it's it. awesome because the the truck has been around for years but I think maybe like a year or something they opened up the actual restaurant it's literally next door I've been in the truck before yeah
0: it makes me mad that I didn't think of doing it it's like like because like all of the elements that made them do it are in my life also where I'm like mm-hmm. Oh, I love Metallica and good food. I could have had this. Yeah. And then they were smart enough to be like. And I feel like but the thing is, it's not just a gimmick though. It's like legitimately really. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Has... I want to believe that like everyone in Metallica is cool with it, except for Lars Ulrich. Sounds about right. I want to believe that. Like... You know, if you guys wanna open it up uh, Lars Lars's accent is like the weirdest weirdest accent. Cause it's like it's Swedish Southern Californian. It's like it's like surfer. I don't know. You gotta say Metallica like every other
1: word, too. Yeah. It's like, you see the thing about Metallica is that uh, Metallica doesn't. You, know,
0: you also have to do, like, loads of cocaine. Which, as you, we all know, I do. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, how come you never did drugs? Were they offered to you ever? Were they, like. In uh, all and, and honesty, no. Can you, like how can I do this without... I don't want to get you in trouble with the other kids in the band, but were you the... Was everyone in the band relatively straight? Actually, yeah. Other than beer and maybe weed? It was like... Um, yeah.
1: Like, in all honesty, uh, well... It's it's very well uh, on you know very much on record that our our singer was is very open about problems that he had with all kinds of things. Sure. Uh, but he was also very
0: secretive about those things, so he wasn't ever doing those things around us. And uh, I mean, you can. That's the great thing about cocaine is it's discreet. <laughs> <laughs> like, you really don't need much of it. Take like, like
1: another beer. I'll have one more. Sure. Yeah, sure. And you I have to. You um, Yeah, I'll have one more. Okay, right
0: um, Like, in the movies where it's like, lines of cocaine, like, that are, like, you know, like, when you see, like, Scarface, it's, like, a plate of cocaine. Literally, like, if you have a tiny teeny tiny bag of cocaine that's like like the size of the tip of your finger you can party all night with that like that's all you really need like you do you don't need like until you do cocaine you think like oh man like you're chopping huge lines of it like in RoboCop and that scene where he's like just doing tons of blood like <laughs> you would die you either you would <laughs> fucking die if that's what you did
1: no I just I just never cared like you know, like I was—I was twenty-one for a while before I even drank at all, and then even when I did drink. It was kind of, like, barely ever. And for quite a long time. And it wasn't, like... I wasn't, like... I didn't consider myself, like, straight edge or anything
0: like that. It was just... I just didn't care. Yeah. Were you just, like, super amusing? like, well, this is going well, so I don't really need a distraction?
1: Yeah, that and just, like...
0: Honestly, like, the majority of the people that were my close friends didn't really do that stuff. So I just didn't care. I only did it... Two years ago was the first time. I I don't do it regularly or anything, but like... I did it two years ago in London because some French girl offered it to me. I was like, I oh, don't want to be rude. And the second time I did it, I was at a party and I made a joke about cocaine. And the person next to me offered it to me. And I didn't want to be a dick and be like, oh, I'm making a joke. I'm making fun of you. So I didn't. So then I did it again. And that's it. You know, it's like... Well, this took a weird turn. You know? <laughs> I in mean, It is interesting to do because so much of growing up, I'm 38, you're in your 30s, right? Oh, yeah. We grew, we grew up far behind it. We grew up with, like, the specter. You're the one guy in L.A. older than me. Though. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up with the specter of it. like, we were told that it was this thing that it's really not you know it can become problematic I've had friends who have had some problems with it but I also have a lot of friends who like have problems with watching porn too much <laughs> you know like, like like and part of the problem is that it's it's not what they made it up like like someone like when they would come in and do the just say no thing, and you be like, it's like having a million orgasms at once. And you're like, actually, it's not. All it does is, it makes it feel like you're at the most entertaining party ever. And that you are the most charming person at that party. And then, like, the other thing is that, like, you're not tied, So... All of those parties where you're like, oh man, this is fun, I feel like I should be, but I need to bail and go home and go to bed. Like, that doesn't happen. And all the times, like, you're out and, like, you wish you could be an extrovert and dance, that happens. (laughs) It changes you to becoming the kind of person that is happy and fun, even if you're not. And it's a very... And it's something that happens without you knowing. And so that's that's the danger. Because... And that's that's why people actually get addicted to it, is that it's actually very nuanced. And if you're not aware of it... Like, you'll be there and it's four in the morning, and you're like, man, I am still having the greatest time. And you have to keep reminding yourself, like, oh, this is synthetic. This isn't real. Because if you don't realize that, you, you, you don't connect the two things, and you think that, like... You're having a good time. It just happens to be. It just happens that you're doing cocaine. But in actuality, you're having a good time because of the cocaine. Does that make sense? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone should do drugs. It's great. Not where I was expecting this uh, to go tonight, but you know, whatever. Merry Christmas.
1: <laughs> well, it you know, it, it is called snow.
0: Okay. <laughs> this is a blow. <laughs> let's 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 go to that though. Let's. Uh... Rudolph's <laughs> nose was red. He had to fly all night long. <laughs> Come on. Santa Claus puts his finger against his nose. I mean, let's all be clear about. This. There's a Forget lot. About it. About it.
1: Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I. Well, what, uh you grew up in Nebraska, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and you moved here nine years ago. Did you move here from
0: Nebraska? No, no. I Okay, so like, I grew up. I was born in Spain. We went to Germany. I was like an Air Force brat. You were born in Spain. Born in Spain. I did not know this about you. Yeah. yeah.
1: a place I never got to go. Let's go. In all my uh, touring years. I've heard great things. Never got to go. I've been to like 19
0: countries, I think, and never got to Spain. I just really want to go to Paris, Berlin, Madrid. I've been to all those except for Madrid. Berlin's supposed to be great, right? What's up? Did you like Berlin? Everyone tells me Berlin's the best thing. Yeah, it was
1: cool. It it is one of those places I've been several times but never for very long. Like, I was always in and out.
0: But it seemed cool, the bits that I uh, got to see. got to see the remnants of the wall and everything. I feel like this is a good idea for a TV show, which is like members of bands taking them to the cities that they thought were cool but they didn't get to go see. Right. Like a travel show that it's like... like like. we're here with Lincoln we're taking the guys from Lincoln Park back to, to Beijing where they did a festival for a million people but never saw any of it I will say that was that in, in actually in like the last year of touring
1: that I did I always loved going to Japan but that was the only uh, Asian country I got to go to until that last year I got you, to we made the, the racist Asian you well you know I just <laughs> in case you weren't clear on I where I was where, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but like in the last year I, I got to go to a few more I got to go to Malaysia and Korea hmm. and I I barely saw Malaysia, but I did get to spend some time in, uh, an extra day in Korea, and I loved it. It kind of felt like the in between of uh, L A and Japan. Oh, weird! Like, cause it really did. It just like it had like the kind of like craziness of Japan, but like still, it felt a little closer to home. Though. That's
0: interesting. Yeah. Um, why is why are being so why is Japan like such a hot spot for rock, rock like why is it it just always seems even in Spinal Tap that's the joke is that like well like Dokken was big it's like what is it about Japan and music like are they just all into music I think they are but I don't know I don't understand like
1: that side of it necessarily I understand the people love going over there because like I went over there. It is, it's is—it's my favorite place in the world that I've been and that's honestly the biggest like, thing about leaving the band is like if I want to go I gotta do it on my own dime and plan it myself and all that stuff right. um, but it is it's just like it's just unlike anywhere else like you, you get over there because again I've been, I think I went to 19 countries and that's the place that when you get there you're like whoa where am I like, oh, Really? This is, this is totally unlike anywhere cause you know you go to
0: Europe or something and
1: you know it's, it's
0: different but it's not like but we but America's like modeled after Europe basically like yeah. you go to DC and it's essentially supposed to be Greece and Rome mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, we've, it's we've, not overwhelming. We've tried to re- we have tried to replicate Europe in America. Yeah. Whereas Japan is just like overwhelming, yeah. but in like a good way. Yeah, it's like it's a totally different. Logic. Like, even the colors that they use are so different, like, we use very, like, specific like bold colors and they use very muted colors on their, like, their appliances are, are like, peach and taupe and, like, you know, like, uh, light blues and we have, like, bright greens and reds, you know what I mean? Like, every the, the, the way that they come at things is so different than like, us, you know, it's kind of... And they still have tower records. Really? Yep shakies and tower records are you sure you weren't just in ohio welcome to japan i will say i i only got to ever go to
1: italy twice and the first time i ever went we just played bologna and i've heard amazing things about italy bologna is not one of those amazing places and i literally Felt like I was in Ohio. Like when we were driving to the venue, I'm like, "This is not nice at all. This is just—it like really looks super like industrial.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But just like a lot of nothing. I remember it being kind of like a gray day, just driving down the highway, and there was just nothing
0: around. It just looked like driving. We're through going Ohio. to be banned by, by Ohio people. We're, not, <laughs> we're both insulting Italians and Ohio people. I was just in Ohio. Your saving
1: grace is Cedar Point, one of my favorite places on Earth. Really? you familiar with Cedar Point? Yeah. It's the greatest amusement park in the world. Literally been voted that for 15 years in a row. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy shit, did you see the the water caught on fire? Yeah, I did see that. How did that,
0: did we know, have they said how that happened? It was shut down, so it wasn't functioning, because they were tearing it down. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? But it's on fire, like, at the top. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how. How? Oh, the only thing I can think of is that an employee who was working on it or something had a cigarette yeah. and just dropped it on there. And there was grease on the track. I don't know. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see. Pictures didn't look real. Yeah. Crazy. It,
1: like,
0: I mean, like, this isn't, like, what it was, but it did remind me of, like, 9-11 for some, some reason. <laughs> just, like, this weird thing of, like... It's quite a jump. I mean, like, it was just, like, that visual of, like, something up really high being on fire in the middle of it, like, and me going, like, oh. It really, like, made me feel queasy. <laughs> like, did like, the, the terrorist attack in this roller coaster. <laughs> For
1: anybody uh, listening, the Colossus is at Magic Mountain, which also known as Wally World, <laughs> and it's the roller coaster that they actually are like running beside at the be-
0: at the end of uh, oh, yeah, the movie, yeah, yeah. but trying to to get inside. I got I gave myself a terrible headache on that because we wrote it. It's one of the roller coasters that like it's really fun but it's not like a long line there yeah it's at Six Flags Magic Mountain not a long line so you can go on it over and over again kind of you can get off and get right back on it and it has this crazy corkscrew at the end where like the G-forces get super super high but my friend and I were set kept sitting in the back like three times in a row to the point where like our vision would get narrowed and we would, like we'd be like blacking out almost and then we had to leave Six Flags that day because we were like started feeling sick. I haven't been back there in a while. It's
1: a... I, I actually, I I voted as far as for roller coasters. I voted second behind uh, Cedar Point.
0: of for, oh, really? For, for your the roller one, coaster selection. They, they have amazing roller coasters there. They have amazing roller coasters there. Mm-hmm. Which is smart because it's basically like it's basically like the strip down. It's like look, this isn't Knott's Farms and Disneyland and Legoland. Those all have like a thing, they all have like a theme, they all have like a sort of like storefront that is like supposed to be something, yeah. and Six Flags is just like, We're going to no. Yeah, Six Flags is, Michael Bay designed this, like that's <laughs> literally what Six Flags is like. It's like, we're just going to destroy your brain. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, several years
1: ago uh bought season passes for magic mountain online, bought them online, several hours later, broke my arm, (laughs) and
0: we ended up going one time with our season pass, and that's it. That's awful. Yeah. Were you, did you break your arm being excited? Were you like, you threw your arms up in excitement? Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't break my arm there. This was just, we
1: bought our passes online, and then later that night, it was, it was, was, How did you break your arm? I fell. (laughs) Oh, there you go. That's it literally this was we bought our we bought our passes like in the in the evening and went to... This was a New Year's Eve party that I broke my arm at. Oh, no. And we weren't even there that late. And I will admit, yeah, I was, I was kind of drunk, but I wasn't, like... You're not like not arm breaking drunk. Yeah, like, I wasn't out of my mind. I remember all of it. Uh, but, yeah, we were, we were literally leaving the party. And not even that late. It was, like, one in the morning. Right. And just... I slipped, landed totally the wrong way, broke the shit
0: out of my arm, Did you uh, see, like, your life ending, basically, where you, like, as a drummer, you're like, that's it?
1: Not at that
0: moment, because at the moment it happened, I
1: kind of laughed it off. Like, it hurt, but I was, you know, I remember laughing after it happened. But then I tried, when I went to get up, and I couldn't put any weight on that arm. box, when I was like, oh, shit. shit. Uh, And people had to help get me up. uh, Did you go to the hospital right away? Yes. And they sent me home from the hospital telling me that I just sprained my arm. And what I found out later though was that they x-rayed the wrong part of my arm. Basically, they x-rayed just my shoulder and my break was right below the shoulder. Oh no. So they sent me home with just some painkillers and a sling. Uh, Fast forward a couple days and I went to a real doctor because I was like this doesn't seem right because I couldn't move my arm at all. If I took my arm out of the sling, it just, like, flopped around. (laughs) So I went to a real doctor, and... He x-rayed my elbow, and so between the two x-rays, they missed the tiny little spot that where the actual break was. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and so he sent me to get an MRI because he was worried that my
0: I had torn my bicep. Yeah. So I go and get an MRI, which is not a pleasant experience if you've never done it. No, no, it's not. It's like a, <laughs> it's like basically a Kubrick room. Like it's like. The end of 2001 Space Odyssey, where he sees like the old version of himself, like that's. You're going to go talk to the old version of yourself, and he's going to tell you what you've destroyed in your body. Because
1: you're just in this like tiny little tube, and yeah. you can't move at all. And yeah. I'm kind of claustrophobic with some certain situations. That's like
0: not that. even like claustrophobia. That's just frightening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's making all these weird. They put earplugs in your ears because it's making these loud clicking noises the whole time. It's like a future cough Yeah. And and it's not like a quick process. Like
0: you're in there for at yeah. least thirty minutes. I yeah. would say. And. Um, And if you have any metal on you at all, if you have metal in you or on you, it can really be disastrous Yeah. So so I do that. And the second I come
1: out of the machine, the guy comes to the room and says, you know your arm is broken, right? To which I reply, I kind of had a feeling, but I keep being told that it's not. And so they're like, all right. When you leave here, you need to go straight back to your doctor. So I guess with the new information that the doctor has, been, I go back there, and they x-ray the correct part of my arm. My arm is completely broken. So the that like
0: the bottom half of my arm is not connected to me. right, right, right. There, yeah, it's completely broken. Right. Now, did the doctor apologize? Was the doctor like, "Oh, dude, my bad"? At all? Of- Pretty much.
1: But that's kind of about. That's kind of it, though. Nope. Look, look, we all make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was uh, a very rough year for me. But that's been well documented. We don't. Need yeah,
0: to we don't edit. need to go back. that. <laughs> we can edit that part out actually. Okay. That's um, all right. I don't think I've talked about it on this, but I've talked about it several times. So there's, like, there's been Doug Benson movies that you've talked about. It on. <laughs> yeah. You? Uh, um, so I, I grew up in. Yeah. I grew, nice. up, I grew up in Nebraska. And then I graduated from college in 2000. I met this guy who worked at Toshiba, who also was from Nebraska. And he was like, hey... He was from Nebraska. And he was like, hey, do you want to move to North Carolina and be my assistant? And I was like, sure. And he told me how much money I'd make. I was like, very sure. And and I used to vacation with Carolina, so I love North Carolina. So I moved to Raleigh. And then um, what happened was that the tech bubble burst all at once and we they sold our division off yeah. so we come into work one day and we open up to the newspaper and it's like Toshiba sells division to Mitsubishi and we're like hey wait that's our division and then uh, we realize we're no longer employed and so then I moved to D.C. Even all the places I didn't know about yeah because I had kind of started seeing a girl who lived there, who was like my best friend's girlfriend's roommate. Okay. But I'm sure, sure, should not have moved up there for her. I was like dumb. In the basement. But I did it, and we moved in together, and then she graduated from George Washington and came out here, and I came out with her, and then she started working in reality TV shows, and then we broke up, Um, and then I was going to leave. I was going to go back (coughs) to Nebraska and, like, kind of regroup. And I was walking down the street and um, on Third Street in LA where all these like brunch spots are, my friend took me out to to brunch, was like, look, you know, life sucks right now for you but like we'll go get brunch I'll treat you to brunch okay cool we eat I'm still like just sad and I'm walking down the street and waiting to get into Jones on 3rd street was Henry Winkler the Fonz who I grew up like idolizing and I was like and I look at him and he looks at me and he's got like he's like the nicest guy like I've heard I've heard nothing but great things about him And uh, he just looks at me and, and gives me that look of like, I know that you recognize me. It's cool. Just be chill. He nods, you know. And then I, and then I was like, I can't leave the city where where the fawns lives. Like, can't leave. <laughs> I'm like, I'm this close to. the Well, Fon-
1: technically, that's Milwaukee, isn't
0: so. it? <laughs> That is weird. It was, that's weird that, like, there was multiple TV shows that were based out of Milwaukee at Oh, Le- well, Laverne and Shirley. But that was yeah, La- spin though. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, there was... Yeah. Uh, Lenny and Squee also was spun-off of Laverne and Shirley, <coughs> it's weird to be like first of all the show was not Lenny and it was Mork and Mindy so Morgan and Mindy was spun off of Happy Days okay. they lived in Denver right wait oh they did live in Denver yeah but Lenny and was on um, The but they didn't have their own show did they
1: they were just on La
0: no no they spun that off they? they just spun off everything yeah they were like just introducing characters to be like well maybe this one will spin off eventually right
1: does that happen anymore?
0: Um, Are they spinning off Kumel's Franklin Bash character? <laughs> Can they please spin off my character from The Meltdown? Yes, you may know Ed is
1: good.
0: I think that character deserves a full story. I think so. An um, origin story? Back to Nebraska. So soon after that, I ran into this girl named Joy Goring at a bar. And I thought she was there for my friend's Christmas party. But she was actually there to meet with the village with Happy Madison, which is <laughs> You're gonna say, with the village people. With the village people.
1: <laughs>
0: and I was like I can't I can't leave a town with the village people and the Fawns. Yeah. Um we were talking, and she was a part of the thing called the Hollywood Hell House, which was like this parody of like a religious thing called a Hell House. There's a documentary called a House, which is amazing. Everyone should watch it, but it's basically like a, a religious haunted house that's meant to scare kids into becoming born again and um she was like oh you should come to it you should put me on the list for that which was the first time I was ever on the list for anything and I went to it and then I was like waiting for her but I had to wait for the show to end I had to, it, it functioned like a haunted house so it's like I was, like, in the second tour, and then I had to wait for, like, the other 15 tours to go through before I could, like, leave, so I wanted to say hi and thank her and everything. And so then, like, I'm just basically hanging out, and then eventually they were like, hey, do you want to just, like, just go ahead and, like, do something? And I was like, okay. So then I ended up being in Hollywood Hell House for the rest of the run. And like Patton Oswalt was in that, Doug Benson was in it, Chip Hope was in it. Right. When? And when was this? This is like 2002 or three or four, okay. or like early 2000s. I guess I would say 2003. Right. Who Um Andy Richter, Will Arnett, Penn Jillette. Heard uh, of them. All these people, all these people were like a part of it. So all of a sudden, like in this thing, that like I'm like to me these these are famous people. Like hey. Yeah. You know, like, I can remember distinctly, like, this is, like, when... The people who put it together were the people from Six Feet Under and Arrested Development. And so, like, I remember, like, one night, Will Renette was playing Satan. And, uh, this is the end, Satan has this long speech, and then Jesus comes and saves everybody. I remember like someone introducing me to Will Arnett, and you're like, but like in a very normal way. It was like, "Oh, this is Ed. He's playing. He's like a. He's playing a junkie in Hell tonight." And I was like, "Hey, nice." To meet you. Like it was like very much like my rea- my reaction to it was very was like, "There's no reason you should be introduced to me. Like, right. like you are a big TV star, and I'm just a guy." Yeah. But he just responded as if like, "Oh, hey, good, great," you know. And I was like, "Oh, I, this is amazing. Like, this thing that I'm doing is great." And then Joy started writing writing a one-woman show because she, like, that's kind of how she made money was, like, these one-woman shows that she would do in colleges and stuff like that. And I, like, helped her write a couple jokes for that. Like, I remember one which is, like, like, something about her house being haunted and that, like... Felt like her mom was haunting her house, and then like she had to call the plumber and be like, My mom wants to get married, also, my toy's running, like that. Yeah, and she's like, You should do stand up for some reason. <laughs> and so, then one, so that was the first you even thought about stand up. I mean, yeah, I think that like I was always, I always thought I was the wacky neighbor on a sitcom, like that's just who I was back home. Like, I was, I'm you were just... the Nebraska boner, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> RIP, yeah. Yeah. Didn't mean to go that way. Yeah. I was a Nebraska Framer. Huh. Yeah, That's I was jolly. Yeah. Um alive but racist. Um I I I just always felt weird like a weirdo. And I was kind of always allowed to be a goof or whatever. And I think And I love, like, stand-up And I watched, like, every stand-up show And, you know, watched SNL And Monty Python And The Young Ones And whatever (coughs) Um, But it was always a scary It just I mean, to to come from Nebraska The idea of, like Trying to do anything like that professionally Seems really impossible, you know And, uh Just so never, you never did stand up at all when you lived there? No, no. There's really no place to do it other than you do it the ball. Range Bowl. <laughs> I just wanted to drop a logo reference. Yeah, yeah, I get
1: it. Do they still do shows at the Range Bowl? I don't know. I haven't been there in 10 years, probably. For The Rock? Yeah. But I've been there several
0: times. I saw... It was the only place we played in the early days. I saw Goldfinger there. And... So, for those that aren't from Omaha, Nebraska, or in a touring band, Ranch Bowl is this, like, small venue that's in a bowling alley. Mm -hmm. But it's also kind of, like... In between, the cog was the punk rock club. So the cog was like punk rock.
1: Wait, that's a. Did I have to play there?
0: That sounds familiar. It's like downtown. really tiny. The only places I can think of that I can picture are the Ranch Bowl and the Sokol. Yeah, Sokol Hall is fucking awesome. Yeah. Played there a lot.
1: That's that's where the show, so basically, we like started the Ranch Bowl, moved to the Sokol. Yeah. But there's two two different rooms at the Sokol Yeah. Hall. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because there's like a downstairs, it's like a smaller room. Oh, that's room, right, that's right. And then there's the upstairs,
0: that's the big room. Uh, the, yeah. Hall is like awesome. So Hall looks like... I saw social distortion at Sokol Hall. I just remember thinking, like, this is what social distortion video should look like. You know, because, like, a, there's an old hall with a balcony that runs all the way around it. You know, it's on gold. You know, it's like... Like it could have social distortion one day, and then a polka band the next day, and then bingo. Like it's like, all of it could be no, in the I same can place. See,
1: yeah, because
0: it's, it's, yeah, it kind but of like a wedding. Looks like a giant, yeah. like, like VFW hall. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's, a, it's an yeah. oversized, fancy VFW hall. Yeah. But that's why it's like the best place to see. Like Three Eleven used to play there, and people like that. Like, oh yeah, they're from Nebraska. They're from Nebraska. Really? You can ask that. <laughs> that's one
1: of their lines. <laughs> I remember one time playing so. And it was kind of like at, like, the height of Motion City. It was, like, when things really started going well.
0: And uh, I remember... When you got sweet, sweet... Like, when you got, like, all the M&Ms you wanted, like... But I remember sitting on the bus, uh,
1: uh, just you know, parked in front of the venue, and this this was actually a pretty rare occurrence. But every now and then it did happen, and this being one of the nights that just some kid just opened our bus door and walked in, and our tour manager was sitting right there, and he was like, not an old guy, but a, you know, older than all of us, right. and just like, and he was actually a guy that uh, he was in like the Iraq War and all oh, just like that just doesn't take shit yeah. I love the guy and he just so the, this kid just walks onto our bus and our tour manager just goes that's a good way to get punched in the face <laughs> <laughs> didn't actually do it but that's what he said to the kid and then the kid was just like ah, 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 just didn't know what to say to that and then walked off
0: <laughs> I think I think every tour manager should definitely carry a, a, like a cricket bat like I feel like if there a spinal tap like that's what should happen yeah Um, wait, so, so then I, oh, so then going back to, like, my origin story, then, like, one night... Oh, like, so one night, like, before doing... My friend was like, you should go to a bunch of shows and, like, kind of, like, see what people are doing, which is, like, the best advice. I give that... That's what I always tell people when they're like, I want to do stand-up. It's, like, the first thing I'll tell you is, like, just start going to both open mics and book shows. Just because, like, the worst thing that you... go Like, just to know what's going on. Like, because it's, yeah. like, if you go up and you do, like... Ironic rape jokes now. It's like people will roll their eyes and like people are gonna hate you. So it's like it's kind of important to kind of know. Uh, it's kind of important. <laughs> I love this is they can't afford. By the way, they can't afford the real birthday song. No. Well, I warned them. We're recording right? <laughs> yeah. for the number one podcast. Wait, wait, it's, on you know, it's bullshit, right? That that whole copyright's bullshit. They found out. Is it? That, yeah, they're breaking. That basically like people are suing them for the, all the money that they taxed people on it. Because like the Happy Birthday song, there's historical references to that same song prior to when like that copyright existed. I've never heard this. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, like, and it's basically based off of another song that was around, which is different. They just put different lyrics on it. Uh, but oh, so then. I went to this show at this place called The Belly not The Belly Room in this in this store comedy store but just it's called The Belly produced by this guy named Jason Nash and uh Jason Nash that's out here now? Yeah yeah no. this is so LA like, this is all in LA oh okay sorry sorry I thought so, you were talking about that this is all in LA um sorry yeah we're back in LA now this is after meeting Joy this is after Hello. doing the Hollywood Hell House this is her saying you should do stand up Let's go to some shows. She took me to the show at the Belly room. The lineup was Hard and Firm, which was Chris Hardwick, Mike Furman, Josh Fadum, Kyle Kinane, Jonah Ray. And I can remember... And Jason Nash hosting. And I was just... Jason Nash just had a movie come out, and I'm in that movie. Like, I've known... One of the first people I met. Jonah... I remember talking to Jonah specific, and I'm not doing comedy at the time, I'm just like we're just hanging out, like, specifically about how every Dukes of Hazard cutscene no matter where they jump from is the same. <laughs> this is the first conversation we had. Uh, Hardwick was like, me going like, oh hey, that's that guy from Singled Single out you know, I think he had just maybe gotten sober like a year before at that point. Cal okay. um, had just moved out from Chicago and I remember seeing him and going like, this guy must be super famous. Like, who is this guy? He's super funny. And it took him... You know, like four more years to like anyone know who he was basically. Was he still like clean shaven and all that? No, I think he had a, I want to, maybe he was at the time. I can't remember yeah. if he had a beard I, I've never witnessed that, but I heard that that was the thing yeah. for a while. Yeah. I, Josh Fatem, I remember like this place had like a. Uh, like a big couch, kind of like where they were performing, was in the middle of the bar, and there was like a couch booth sort of thing. And that like Fatum ended up in, inside all the cushions underneath them and everything. <laughs> and I was like, I like it all just seemed so insane to me and weird. And now like I think with like YouTube and stuff like that, you kind of, you can be anywhere and kind of know what's going on. But at the time it was like this wasn't on TV. None of these people were famous. Stand-up was kind of dead across America. People were not like really into comedy at the time. The alt scene was kind of like just hatching Pat Oswalt, Brian Bussain and those guys were just sort of starting to get traction. But like I mean at the time it was like going the idea of like trying to tell someone to go to a comedy show was like, hey do you wanna go just get mugged? You know, like do you wanna go get beat up right now? And um, and it was kind of amazing to see, like, now all those guys are pretty big, you know, but I got to see, like, right as, like, I didn't get to see them get planted, but I definitely got to see, like, the sprout come out of the ground, you know, um... Yeah,
1: I mean, that's like, uh, with, with a lot yeah, of yeah. bands, i yeah. Mean, yeah. to do that over really hey, Yeah, you,
0: you're like, I'm sure there's like, what is a band that you saw where you're like, they're small, but you're like, this band's gonna be...
1: Uh, I mean, band, like bands like, uh, you know, Fall Punk Boy and oh, American yeah, yeah. Rejects and stuff, like, we played with both of those bands a lot of times when nobody knew, who they were, like, they were opening for us. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, and then, you know, then quickly surpassed us <laughs> and, but you know but what I, I will always till the day I die, give those bands credit because they were cool to us in the early days when they were opening for us and then they got big and surpassed us and then took us out on tour that's awesome yeah so, like, you know, I know that there are people that, you know, give give shit to some of those bands. But you know what? They were always nothing but cool to us. And...
0: Anyone who's mad at those bands is mad because, like, their girlfriends wanted to fuck them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like, their girlfriends had a Pete Wins poster, so they're mad at that band, and yeah. i like...
1: Yeah. yeah, no, no, and even, like, down to, like, specifically the All-American Rejects, like, we... We, I, I'll put it this way. We played a show, well, we were supposed to play a show together in Clinton, Iowa. This venue called the, the Ping Ping. Oh, nice. And um, I think we were not yet even signed and I think they had just put out their record but it was on Doghouse at that point their record ended up getting released on DreamWorks but it was initially put out on Doghouse I think theirs had just come out and we had a record but we were just like selling it ourselves we weren't signed or anything and uh, we were supposed to play a show together in Clinton, Iowa and it got cancelled because not even the sound guy showed up <laughs> that's amazing and so, the venue like tried to make it up and they like you guys can hang out and do the like, carrier
0: I think I'm alright you're okay yeah. all done with this thank yeah. yeah thank you Thanks. you know what's interesting about it that scene is that like uh, like the MySpace there's all a lot of it was like e- a lot of the like, emo explosion or whatever you want to call it was like came out of Myspace and a lot of those bands were Midwest bands you know like and it was like and it's kind of interesting that like that in a way like I mean say what you want about that style of music or whatever but that's kind of like an awesome thing about it even being like Slipknot or whatever like those guys were like it, it was like an area of America that was like, well, if you want to be in a band, you have to leave where you where you're from. Like, yeah. You can't be where you're from, and that in the early days of like the internet maturing. It actually gave, like, kids who were in the Midwest a chance to, like, not have to do that, to not have to change, to not have to be something else, to, like, get to stay home and, like, be like, well, we're going to develop what we are and be who we are here, and then um, instead of, like, going and, like, well, we have to go to the Sunset Strip and become something else, or we, we have to go to Eagle Rock and become something else, you know? I don't know. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. I'm thinking of
1: MySpace here, I remember. (laughs) one of the first times coming out here I remember we played uh, Jerry's Pizza in Bakersfield and Tom from Myspace was on the show <laughs> that was a big deal the show. that is a big deal was he was he looking just <laughs> I, I I never I, I have to I have to be honest I never actually noticed him but I hearsay was that he was at the
0: show Jesus <laughs> that guy's like a billionaire right like he's rich. I, I don't know what I don't know how Tom's doing these days so I gotta I assume he's still doing all right. I mean, like, my face is kind of tumbleweeds <clears throat> Yeah, uh,
1: but we'll, uh, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's oh, so read, but uh, let's back let's to growing me. Growing up in Nebraska,
0: yes, Christmas time. Oh, well, because we haven't done that at all. We haven't we talked about at least on that a little. We should little. talk about Christmas. Okay, so uh, this is okay. There's two things. One small, and the other. well, okay. One Christmas thing I remember is like I had one Christmas because I was thirteen years younger, than my brothers and sisters. Okay. So there was one... And, but then we became foster family, so we brought foster kids in. But there's basically one Christmas that my brothers were all out of the house at this point. They were all 18 and older. My sisters and brothers were gone. And we don't have foster kids yet. And so this one Christmas was just crazy. Like, it was literally like... I got the Millennium Falcon, a TIE Fighter, an X-Wing. I got... A ton of action figures. I remember... But my favorite part of the whole thing was my... Dad forgetting to wrap my tauntaun, <laughs> and, and which is like a, a that's t- not a euphemism. <laughs> my dad forgot to wrap his taunt. That's how I was made. Um, and him running and like hiding the tauntaun in the hallway and be like, oh Santa Claus forgot to wrap this, but I saw him do it. And that was the moment I didn't know Santa Claus existed. That's when I. Fe- that's how I knew Santa Claus didn't exist was because my dad messing up the tauntaun Okay. <laughs> But the, the other thing was like I when I grew up in Germany, um, Germany has like a weird Yeah. I mean we can cut a lot of the oring food Yeah. Um and what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> and this too. And <laughs> <laughs> what you said. <laughs> uh, what is that monster called in Germany? Um that sort of hoofed creature. Uh you know, like a demon. For, for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the... Oh, Jesus. I know the answer mm. to this. Yeah, yeah. And Once again on
1: my phone... So you're, you're putting me on the spot, and so I'm blanking. But it's a thing that has been talked about on the show before. Uh, it's like the, a- the... 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 the, the
0: Oh, God, I know Krampus? what it is. Krampus? Krampus. Yes. There, yeah. So, like, so in Germany they have Krampus, which if you've listened to this podcast, apparently you've heard about it. But we I mean, lived in Rampstein, Germany, and you would put your shoes out the night before, and if you were... Yeah, I've heard about this. If yeah. you were a good kid, Krampus would come and leave, like, smaller. You know, he couldn't stick a bicycle in your shoe, but like candy or whatever. Um, it's a very Puritan version of Christmas, you know, like very like small trinkets. Um, and if you were bad, they'd put coals. He, his, the demon who was black. In the, in the, the Black uh, Peter? Yeah. In the original story, he would kidnap you, but... Yeah. I just learned about Black Peter recently. Yeah, the very racist mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> very racist. Um, but in this version, he would leave, like, coal in your shoes or sticks. Yeah. Now, obviously now we know that this is just your parents. Right. But I am four at this point, very young, And still 100% committed to Krampus, Black Peter, and everything else. And uh, so I put my shoes up the night before and I go to bed. And I I probably don't sleep at all. I'm super excited for Krampus to come. (laughs) You know how you are when you're growing up and you're like, When will Krampus... When yeah, will, sure, I'll take you, yeah, you got it. Thank you. When like you le- this? Yeah, 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 thank you. Uh, you're know, like, when will Krampus come and bring me my, my candy, beet jellies and whatnot? Hey, <laughs> no, uh, you can't sleep. And uh, so I'm waiting for Krampus to show up, and, uh, and I finally am like, okay, you know, like, I get up, it's like probably five or six in the morning. And I get out, and I open up the hall, open up the door. And we lived in the, we lived in military housing, so it was like an apartment uh-huh. complex. And uh, I open up the door, and I look at my shoes, and my shoes are full of sticks and coal. Right? And uh, and I'm like, fuck. And, I mean, like, this is, this says something about me In in a long term psychological thing where I immediately accept the fact that I'm a bad kid. Like, I'm immediately like, and I'm pretty harmless. I haven't murdered anybody. You know, like, there's no real reason for, like, Black Peter to. I was, I had a bedwetting problem when I was, like, three. And other than that. That's enough. You don't want to piss off Peter. Do not piss off Peter. Uh, black Peter, please. Um, BP. BP. <laughs> so then, those gas stations. This, the, yeah. Well, you know. They're evil. <laughs> um, so I, um, but I look across the hall, and I see this pair of shoes overflowing with treats and whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My the kid across the street, my neighbor, had apparently been very good, and his shoes were stuffed with mini delights. His shoes run over. <laughs> you would need a shovel to pull all the His converse barely held within it. the sweet treats of a year of good deeds. And so what I did is I swapped out the coal and the sticks from my shoes and took the candy from his shoes. <laughs> Assuming, in my mind, that I have a year to m- make up, make it up? Yeah. for Crumpus. Did you like? Did you personally know this kid? I, yeah, I must have, but okay. I don't remember him at all. Okay. Um, I remember that his mom was like a sassy black woman. Like I rem- SBW. I mean, <laughs> yes. You all Google SBW porn. Yeah. Um that my mom at one time sold me to for a quarter. <laughs> my mom once sold me to this woman for a quarter as punishment. Wait, I thought you were just doing a bit. No, 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 no. My mom sold me to the neighbor at one time for a quarter. <laughs> What did you have to do? I mean, I don't. I mean, it's. I mean, I have to imagine. I, mean, that a, I don't want to talk about it. I mean, I have to imagine that a black woman from the from America, you know, in 197, you know, 1980, really enjoyed owning a white kid for a quarter. A <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like I, I imagine it being like very stereotypical. Her shutting me down and be like, these white people are crazy. <laughs> So this this woman, so, uh, she was very irate that I stole her son's candy, like, but but none of this, but none of this is, uh, my parents wake up, they think it's just funny, like, they're like, in their minds, they're doing it, it should be noted that both of my parents are kind of orphans, that's the other thing, like, my dad was, like, both of his parents were dead by the time he was 12, my mom, nine, um. So, both of them, like, don't really have, like, a great scope of, like, what is cool to do to a kid. <laughs> what is cool? Like, to them, it's like, well, I mean, my, selling a kid for a quarter is totally normal. Um, so, they just thought it was, like, a funny thing to do to give me cold... They thought they were, like, teasing me, like Like, in the same way that, like, when someone, when, like someone in the office organize a roast for everyone and starts making jokes and then accidentally does a joke about, like, the secretary fucking the boss and then is like, went too far sort of thing. Um, so they come out expecting me to be, like, upset. But I'm playing it cool. I'm like, they're like, oh, did you like, like, this spot you got you and i was like yeah it's really cool like everything I'm like i'm like eating someone else's candy <laughs> chill as fuck just like eating someone else's candy and they're like wait what what happened and then the woman across the hall knocks on the door and is like really upset <laughs> And my parents like have to calm her down and they like then the thing was like they did have like stuff for me. They were gonna give me the good stuff. It was just their it was their bit. It was just or, a bit they were doing. And uh and so eventually they, they calm the moment down, and they give her candy. Her son is like crying, like falling obviously, because he's a good kid and is <laughs> woke up to find sticks and coal and shit. In Which I mean, like, who wants to find? No one wants to find coal in their shoes, even yeah. whether or not it's a holiday or not. You know, whether or not it's, a, it's it has anything to do with your soul. It's just <laughs> are you guys gonna do any coffee or dessert tonight? No, That no. was gonna be it. thanks so. This course line is all the dessert that I need. Okay, yeah. for sure. Well, I'm gonna leave. This take your time. And I'll be happy to get you guys changed if you need it. Okay. Thank you very much. You're Thank you. No rush. Um. So. But okay, So then, her kid's crying. My parents finally, like,
1: are
0: like, look, like, that was a joke. We were just playing on you. And I was like, and I'm like, now I'm crying. <clears throat> and they calmed me down. And the I, re- I remember the thing that I got out of it was... An Admiral Akbar action figure. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I, so everything was like once the Admiral Akbar action figure came out, everything was cool again, and I was like, cool,
1: like, <laughs> yeah. I, in this moment, I'm realizing how, how? German the Admiral Akbar actually is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He was
0: meant for a German. Don't invade Russia! <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> yeah, that is weird, that Admiral Akbar. Yeah. Have you, um, by the way, have you ever watched The Great Escape? I don't think so. The Grand... No, no, I'm sorry, The Grand Illusion. The Grand Illusion.
1: What
0: is that? Great Escape is the one, is the kind of a remake of The Grand Illusion. Uh, the Grand Illusion is this French movie that was made between World War One and World War Two. and it's about... And I've definitely not seen it then but, but go on. It's about... Uh World War One prisoners of war, and it's basically like the movie that The Great Escape and Hogan's Heroes, and all of these were like kind of based on like an international group of guys who were captured, and they all work together to escape, and they each have different skills. Like Grand Illusion is like the first one to do this, but. The sort of antagonist in this movie is a German pi- East pilot who got shot down, and he's got like a back brace, and he looks like Darth Vader, except he doesn't have a helmet. But like, he's got this neck brace, and like, even everything about him is very Darth Vader-y, and like a lot of like the stuff from the Grand Illusion is like in Star Wars. If you like Star Wars, it's all right, you know. I guess I guess it's pretty cool. You're, Huge Jar Jar fan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah.
1: You should be I'm a Binks head. A
0: Binks <laughs> boy. <sport>. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too.
1: <laughs> uh, you kind of mentioned it earlier but we'll, we'll kind of start wrapping this up uh, yeah
0: the Christmas we always end with a Christmas story on this
1: well yeah it's 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 a very loosely Christmas uh, can we edit it the
0: yeah. Christmas thing is the beginning we should we can do anything we want well, great we're not yelling <laughs> we're, we're old and dumb yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah you one of your your
1: show that you produce and host seems legit you're doing on this Friday right I'm doing
0: yeah okay so this will come up this will come out Wednesday okay cool that's really great um yeah, I have a show, a monthly show called Seems Legit, which I started doing about a year ago with Kristen Sutter, Rachel Evans producing it now, with Brian Harris producing it. It's at Nerd uh, I wanted to do a show that allowed the audience to kind of interact with the show via Twitter. This is before At Midnight came out. And I was on Mushrooms at a Fourth of July party. Um, and... I was talking to Kristen. She won this thing called like the Greatest Liar in Chicago or something like that. It was like an annual competition, and I was and I always like like parlor games. Like I like like celebrity and all that stuff. And I like Two Truths One Lie is like a parlor game, and that was for some reason that clicked. And so the idea is that like people come up and tell stories. One of them is lying, and the audience votes over Twitter who they think the liar is. But this month we're doing what we want to do is every September we want to do a slams legit, which allows anyone to basically throw their name in the hat and tell a story. Okay. Uh, and well, this what, one is different. This one's different than the normal. Have you done this before? We haven't done it. We're gonna. Okay. It's an experiment. It's free. There's free beer. Um, everyone can throw their name in the hat. If you've got a story, the theme is uh, tips appreciated. So if you've waited tables. If you lost your virginity by just accidentally slipping a tip in, if you had a tip of a knife stuck in your eye, whatever that makes you think of, if you've got a story that, that sound that kind of fits that.
1: Well I have one for all of those,
0: so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? and they're all the same incident. Yeah, that's what's extra. That's what's really- um yeah, come to the sh- come to the show. You get to do a chance. The next one after that is October tenth. And uh, what about the one after that? I don't know what what our November date is. But what about that after that, the October one will be normal or somewhat normal. Okay. Um, we should we always have a musical guest for the normal ones. We have a musical guest. We should have Erie, um, Pennsylvania, come and do it. The pride. If only you knew someone to ask. I know Furman. And, uh, I well, know Mike Furman. You know the guy that quit the band. <laughs> Wait, Mike Furman quit the band. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy, he probably knows the people in the band.
1: He might know somebody. Yeah.
0: But uh, Furman's the
1: best. But yeah, he's
0: like the world's busiest
1: man also. So he really? Just, he, yeah. Uh, That's good even do. though we barely do anything. Even it's that like, is too much. Yeah, he still had to bow out. What if we only? Which, I'm, not, I'm not insulting him. I love Mike Furman What if himself. we only
0: perform once a year? Still too busy. Still no, too and
1: busy. that's kind of what it is. It's, and again, I'm not
0: insulting him. The guy is like the sweetest. You're making a throat slashing motion <laughs> while you're saying this. <laughs> yeah, Mike Furman is great. You should, and everyone should go back and listen to Hard and Firm. Like, and some yeah. of, and Mike furman has got some parody stuff at the end. Yeah, he's, I, he's got,
1: he he did the show before.
0: His Wonderful got, World thing is his version yeah. of it's, <laughs> it's what a Wonderful right. World is. Really really funny if you play guitar especially like yeah. the B7 chord thing is like really great he's the best he's the best yeah we are we are due
1: for a hangout we, we were yeah. talking last we week we should have run that little <laughs> <laughs> piece
0: I'd love if he's too busy to do anything, but he'll drive down the apple to Applebee's. Well, I mean come on, two for twenty-five. Honestly, that's, that's a great deal. Not a bad deal. How was your meal? My meal was pretty good, man. I mean those ribs were definitely like not really barbecue, but like, you know. Oh no, they I saw the grills that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it definitely slathered in delicious sweet, sweet barbecue sauce. That's all you need,
1: right?
0: Yeah, I feel it was good. I mean I've, I gotta go for a run after this, probably I like everything's cheese. How was your how about the chicken fingers? You know, chicken fingers. I feel like
1: they're, you know, you can't really go wrong. No, no. Unless, unless here's what I'll say. Unless they're overly breaded. I don't like the super heavily Who does that? I, I do I've like, definitely had them. I can't place one off off the top of my head. I do
0: miss, like, the Long John Silver's chicken fingers, right? I have
1: absolutely no qualms with Long John <laughs> It gets
0: so much shit from people and
1: I find it delicious. I'm not saying it's... Here's the thing. There's a difference
0: between good and delicious. I used to love Long John Silver's as a kid. I loved it. I loved Long John Silver's. I did too. Uh, you got the hat. You got a pirate hat. Uh, the basket you get, I get the chicken fingers and the French fries, and then and then there was like little balls of just fried. Like they would just the hush puppies. I don't think. Well, was, then they would just like the like the crunchy. Yeah, They yeah, the just were like, well, yeah. we just had these. They're just like they just and, clean up the fryer and throw it in a yeah. bag. Uh-huh.
1: And I could never. I would sometimes get the chicken and fish combo, and I literally couldn't tell the difference between the chicken yeah, yeah, and you the can't, fish. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> but, just...
0: but it was all delicious. It. Was, uh, it Around Lent, the the Long John Silver's because Nebraska is full of a lot of Catholics, and the Long John Silver's in Omaha around Lent just fucking in line out the door. Like it might as well be matza, and you know what I mean. Like it might as well be the nicest, most there's like they should get a valet. Like it's crazy on around Lent because people are just eating chicken fingers because that's what God wanted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: about the big man up top?
0: Yeah. Big G. <laughs> G-O-D. It's always great when like the worst people are like super Like Like the people who like step <laughs> who stepped and crushed people like. Ray Rice probably. Oh Ray Rice goes to church. Oh yeah. On the rag dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, he said Jesus Christ <laughs> when he <laughs> Jesus Christ woman. <laughs> Uh, well, on that note, I am about to pee my pants. All right, so I'm going to go off. Place. Yeah, Ed, thank you. Thank you, Tony, for having me. Merry Christmas, everyone. So
1: meet me at Applebee's tonight. All right. Thanks for bearing with. That audio wasn't too bad, right? You know, the the iPhone recording. I shouldn't tell my secrets. That's what that was. Um, but thank you, guys. That was fun. Uh, if you would like to follow Ed Salazar on Twitter, I think you probably should. It's at Ed A. Salazar. wonder what the A is. That's what I should have asked him. I blew it. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Tony Thaxton. Oh, but let's go back to Ed for a second. You can also see him on the Meltdown with Jonah and Camille on Comedy Central. That's uh, Wednesdays after at midnight. And uh, he told you about his show. Go see that. Uh, he already got the, those plugs in there, so let's move on to me. I don't have any. No, I gave you my Twitter. That's all you need to know. Uh, as usual, I'll tell you to subscribe to Pod. Please leave us a review. Give us a nice five-star rating. Would that kill you? Eh? If it would kill you, please don't do it. I don't want to be responsible for any of that stuff. Guys, nothing else uh, I can tell you about at the moment. Some stuff coming up, but right now, keeping the plugs there. Other than to tell you Christmas is December 25th. So, that is going to do it for another episode Thank you for listening. I have been Tony Thaxton, that's been Rigby, and as always... We wish you a Merry Christmas from Feliz Navidad.